Billy here. Welcome to 20 Minutes or So with a series of conversations recorded throughout the 2020 and 2021 lockdowns. Today it's 20 Minutes or So with UK top comedian, actor and unbelievably talented choir boy Lloyd Griffith. Now one of our show mottos this year, along with trying to make 2021 great, has been laughing through lockdown. And if Stephen Bailey last show wasn't enough for you, we're now speaking to another one of the UK's star comedians. It's Lloyd Griffith. Hello. Thanks Hello. for having me. I mean, quite a lot of pressure. You had Stephen Bailey on last week. Jesus. I mean, he's very funny. He's not a bad bloke at all. I mean, have you been trying to laugh through lockdown as well, Lloyd? Not really. I've been trying to work through lockdown. Yeah. Um, in order to stop crying, <laughs> which I think is a bit different. I, I, yeah, it's like, I, I guess, because you are a comedian and I think people expect you to be funny, even though there is a global pandemic on. But um, yeah, I, you know what? I didn't feel very funny at all during the first one. I didn't write a joke for about three months. And I know a lot of my friends and harshest critics will be like, oh, you have written a joke for about 10 years, mate. But I just I just couldn't I, I just couldn't be funny at all, at all. Um, and yeah. then lockdown gigs were happening. And then there was that bit in between the two lockdowns where we were able to do some sort of gigging. So, yeah, I was, there's been some laughter, but um, yeah, sometimes it has been a stretch. Mm. But then, I mean, there's been highs and there's been lows. One particular high for yourself is that you were in the biggest show of 2021. It's a sin. Yes, I was were in you that. Not? Yeah, I was. I was. And also, I would, again, in a very low position, I was also in Ted Lasso as well, which was yes. like one of the best shows of 2019. So it was, um, with, with It's a Sin, it was very much blink and you miss it. I was in it for about, I was two scenes. It was a day film and it was absolutely lovely to be on set with them all. Um, and yeah, but it was it was great to, to be in. And I, when I watched it, I absolutely cried my eyes out. Oh, very, very emotional. But even though it was blink and you miss it, you were in It's a Sin. We don't yeah, need to dwell yeah. on the fact that it was a second. It was, oh, look, my, you know, I, that's, a, my, that's a great... Stop being modest. Yeah, my IMDb, <laughs> if I'm honest, is incredible. So um, <laughs> if you're looking at that, then fair play to me. But um, yeah, if you're doing a critique of it, you know, fair play to you. But, yeah, it was great. It was great to be a part of that. And obviously it was such a, you know, a great story and Russell T Davis obviously a hero mm. I used to watch um I used to watch Queer as Folk with my mum growing up so you know to, for, for that to come across and you know now we knew obviously it was a great script and stuff when I first read it and went for auditions and what have you but no one really knew to what extent it would be received and it was received you know amazingly so just so chuffed for everyone that was a part of it that actually had more than a blink and you miss it role yeah, it, it was really amazing. We, we loved it and we talked about it a lot. Now, not only are you, you know, a star actor, and we're going to come on to uh, lots of other things throughout this chat, but we wanted to kind of separate it. So we want to do this first part so, talking about your sort of showbiz antics, as it were, Lloyd. Okay. Second, we're going to make it, we're going to go local, we're going to go Grimsby. But let's park that for a minute. Let's uh, talk about some of your other talents, such as being a choir boy in the past, and you've said the reason you went into it is because you sing in a falsetto, which apparently sounds like a girl's voice. Is, is this yeah. true? Yeah, so well, I, I basically was a choir boy from the age of six or seven. And then, actually, do you know what? I, I, I might, let, let's see if this works. Um, I've got a photo here. So that's me. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And then there's me there. And then... <laughs> Age of age of uh, wow. twenty one, looking like a human sex doll there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I kind of I did it. I did it as a kid. I sang as a kid, and then my voice broke. Then I decided to sing in my falsetto voice. So 
those you don't know, falsetto is essentially what the Bee Gees sang in, Jimmy yeah. Solomon, Justin Timberlake, using your head voice. And I still do it now. I still see him places like St. George's Chapel, Windsor Castle, Westminster Abbey. I'm a, I'm a deputy in both those choirs. So I'm quite, nice. yeah, it's nice to be able to still do that and, um, you know, just dip into that as I went. And that's been the one thing that I've missed, I'd say more than anything, um, mentally as well as anything, is, is, is singing back in cathedrals and churches. Wow, I didn't know you were actually, you know, still doing it to the extent of, let's just drop that in there, Windsor Castle. I mean, yeah. come on, that, that's incredible. And not only that, talk to me about your Zoom prowess there, Lloyd. That was very smooth. You just showed us three pictures. As that oh, was yeah. nothing. I don't even know how to do that. Well, your friend of mine, Clara, um, I've done a lot of online Zoom gigs for her, like a lot. And I'm talking maybe in the hundreds. So I would often basically, I'd, I'd start off by saying, oh, it's great to be here in my bedroom. Oh, well, I'm actually in my um, uh, dining room at the moment. I say dining room, I make it sound like I've got loads, of, like it's attached to the kitchen. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a kitchen come diner. Um, but what I do is I then say, oh, you know, a year ago today, I was on tour um, with Jack Whitehall at the O2 Arena. And then I'd basically throw a picture of this with me in front of like 20,000 people. And then I say, and tonight I'm basically being, I'm doing a gig next to my recycling. And then I just show a picture of my <laughs> so It's all, you know, it's, it gets that kind of laughter, but amplified by about um, 10. Um, so I just, just, you have to, you have to, you have to adapt to what you've got to do, haven't you? So I basically just became very good at um, pulling up photos on Zoom within about five seconds and taking the, the mickey out of people's bedrooms. So that was, that's, you know, you had to adapt and that's what I had to do, lads. But what you have done is that when you were at the O2, you didn't have, I'm going to say, 12 bottles of Prosecco. Um, but you're, I mean, I'm enjoying this drinks cabinet. Is that Prosecco? Looks like Prosecco. Champagne. Come on. Oh, is it champagne? There's Bollinger. What are you on about Prosecco? <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you know, I've got my AMDB and you're saying I've got Prosecco. It looks like Prosecco. It's not Prosecco at all. That's Bollinger. That's Lauren Perrier. You've got a Moe, yeah. a Moe, a Moe. There's a Bollinger back there. I'm not even showing that one. Oh, God. And then I'm not even I'm, I'm not even showing off it. That's a case of verb on the floor there, mate. So, um, <laughs> Prosecco. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, I, was, I, do I, have, I do have quite a bit of champagne, to be fair. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was trying to be play it down, but that's fine. I live on my own in a flat. I'm happy to make it sound like I've got a much more glamorous life than I have. <laughs> I mean, you are winning with that <laughs> with that champagne selection. Um, I was going to ask um, one show that I, I watched that you were in uh, was Flinch on Netflix. Yeah. How did it go when you got that, that phone call? Because when I watched that show, I was like, this is sort of torture for everyone yeah. involved how did yeah. how did they win you round well they didn't really tell us what it was and that was the thing um so ultimately it happened it all happened not last minute but it all happened quite quickly and my agent called up and said look someone's seen you at a gig and want and they seen they saw me at a live gig so this is how weird the world is they saw me at a gig on the outskirts of leeds a, a, a huge tv booker just went to a random gig on the outskirts of leeds saw me and was like, oh, he'd be quite good for the show. And I obviously knew nothing about it at the moment. It'd been quite, um, yeah, it was quite secretive. And then they said, look, we'd like you to do the show. It's on Netflix. It's, I think, eight to 10 episodes. 
it's uh, Jackass meets Come Dine With Me. And I was like, okay, fair enough. And so, the, but they didn't tell us, they asked us what, what we were allergic to or if we had any phobias, which I thought was a weird question. And then yeah. when we got out of there and they put us in a very, very nice hotel, took us out for dinner the night before we started filming, like, okay, so this is what we'd like you to do. And we're like, all oh, right, I can see why you didn't tell us because that sounds horrific. But it was all good fun and it was genuinely nerve wracking for, for anyone that's not seen it. And it's a good little bit of binge TV. Um, Flinch is a, a, a game show where contestants basically have to go through all these forfeits and try and not to flinch. And um, ultimately, at the end of it, one of the three hosts, myself, Desiree Birch or Sean Walsh, have to do one of the, um, the forfeits ourselves. And they're really quite painful, some of them. Really, really painful. I think I was sick twice. Um, I got wet. Quite a few times, but I mean, that could have actually been myself that wet myself. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it was pretty full on, and I still had a scar from these elastic bands for about four months afterwards. So yeah, they don't they don't mess about at all. What were the elastic bands doing? The elastic bands that were pulled pulled back like catapults. I'd say maybe five meters, and they were full on elastic bands. And if I flinched at a massive flamethrower going off, then an elastic band would would hit, hit a, part, a certain part of the body. We had a, a cricket box down our pants, but other than that, you were not protected. I mean, that sounds painful. And you got some war wounds. So Netflix takes you out for dinner, sounds all, you know, showbiz. And then all of a sudden you come back with loads of war wounds. So yeah, not... but I mean, it's, it's showbiz war wounds though, isn't it? Can't <laughs> really complain. Final question on that. You've done the Osmond double, Pointless Celebrities, House of Games. On Pointless, yeah. you, you and your partner, Reese James, actually both wore tuxedos. What was the uh, thinking behind that? Well, we just thought we're probably going to go out in round one. So why not just go out in a blaze of glory? Come up, dress for the occasion. At least when we're when people can't remember, you know, go, oh, can you remember Lloyd and Reese? I can't remember what episode they were on. Oh, they got like knocked out in the first episode. So, oh, can you remember Lloyd and Reese? Oh, were they the idiots that wore the tuxedos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. But luckily we went out in, spoiler alert, a second round. So we just thought we'd wear them. And then genuinely both of us thought we were stitching the other person up. It's the whole time, not the day before, going, can you send me a photo of your tuxedo? And then we have to send a photo of our tuxedos. And then it was, because it was COVID, so you weren't obviously allowed to go into the dressing rooms. So when we got to, I think it was Elle's tree Studios, you weren't allowed to go into each other's dressing rooms. So I was like, can you show me a picture of you in your tuxedo? Sat by, stood next to this, stood next to the pointless feed, if that's all right. They have a feed of the studio. So we ended up doing that. And we're like, okay, cool. We're not stitching ourselves up. So that's basically the story of that. And, you know, we, we were the best dressed on the day. If, you know, purely second thickest, but best dressed. Didn't Richard Osman say that was like the hardest question ever or the hardest round he's the, ever the seen? The hardest round, yeah. So he actually said it off air before as well. So I just say, you know, there's a round in here that is arguably one of the hardest rounds I think I've seen. And then said it on air and um, we were like, oh, crikey. That doesn't matter how you do it then, does it? No, it doesn't fill me with confidence. and. Considering I do a fair bit of acting, my film knowledge is absolutely diabolical, as you found out probably by watching it. So it was the hardest round. And even a few of the other, well, again, I was up against Miles Jopp, who is an absolute film fanatic and um, essentially Wikipedia. So he obviously took me to the cleaners. Um, and it was, you know, I could try and do a joke about having a tuxedo and it needing to go to the cleaners anyway. But I mean, I, just, I haven't got it in me today, lads. <laughs> Well, I did. Uh, we've talked about this quite a lot before, but I did the chase, which is filmed on the same corridor as Pointless. Oh, really? And uh, or at least it was when I was there. And off camera, 
the governess said to me, uh, you're too young to know any of the answers to those questions, but didn't say that on camera. Now I'm glad that Richard Osman followed through with what he said off camera to then say it on camera to you. Yeah, it was, and, and, and to be fair, it was very difficult. Did you get any of the questions right on the chase? I mean, a couple. You got a couple. I got, I got a couple, but I did. It was pretty embarrassing. My and you were against you were against Anne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's good. Yeah, and she was lovely, married. but it it was it was tough. <laughs> it is what it is. I just want to, if I'm honest, I just want to do all those quiz shows. I'm desperate to do Tipping Point. I've kind of said to my agent, you know, and we talk about strategies to what I want to do in you know six months, a year, five years, ten years, and obviously the aim is ideally Hollywood. BAFTAs, Oscars, Golden Globes, but it is also celebrity tipping point. I'm not going to lie to you. Like celebrity, I'm, I'm obs- I love watching tipping point. I don't watch TV during the day. I'm quite strict. I don't watch, I don't turn the TV on until about seven seven thirty at night. But my mom, if I go back to my mom's house, she watches tipping point all the time, and I just know that I could be an Oscar nominated actor, and she'd be like, "Oh, that's great." But if I'm in tipping point, she's like, "It's." It could be, it's the best thing in the world. So that's the, for me, that's the next name is Celebrity Tipping Point with Ben Shepherd. We talked about showbiz. Let's talk about Grimsby, which is a place you're very passionate about. You were born in Grimsby, presumably, right? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you've been hosting the Grimsby Town Quiz throughout lockdown. How's that been going? Yeah, we just did a, a two or three quizzes for Grimsby Town fans um, once a month during the, the, the lockdowns of December, January, February. And yeah, it was great. It was nice. It was just, Again, like I'm a big Grimsby Town fan, and there's obviously a lot of Grimsby Town fans that would be going to games once or twice a week, and they didn't have that. And it's not just watching the games, but it's also meeting up with friends beforehand, going for a pint, that kind of like seeing the people that you sit around at the stands. Mm. So there's none of that. So we basically just tried to recreate just a little bit of, you know, a, a kind of communal atmosphere where people come together and and uh, show their knowledge of, of, of Grimsby Town. So that was fun, yeah, and raised money for two, two great local charities. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, I did watch your most recent Premier League fan reactions on YouTube. Uh, so if you're listening and you haven't seen it, go watch Lloyd. I mean, <laughs> the impressions are just absolutely spot on. Some of the results this weekend and the way you oh, react okay. to them are perfect. Yeah, the, the, but, I think the reactions are accurate, but the impressions are like, I, I, I mean, I'm... I'm it, they're almost farcical, and I'm happy. I'm happy with that. <laughs> well, happy with something that. that is farcical, and I did have a little look before we spoke to you today. Grimsby, bottom of League Two. It's yeah. not. It's not been a good season. Uh, we got relegated to the conference last week, last Tuesday. So um, very sad, but also um, on the plus side, um, we got taken over the next day. So whilst we got relegated, we got we got. We got taken over by new owners, which is absolutely great. So, very happy about that. And um, I've got, I've got a feeling the future is going to be bright for Grimsby Town FC. I wasn't going to say this, but now I know that you're such a connoisseur of like Bollinger and everything. Yeah. Well, you're not tempted to take it over yourself. I mean, clearly you're doing doing right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a difference between getting six or seven gifted bottles of champagne and. Uh, <laughs> And buying a football club for three and a half million pounds. I mean, the, the, the dream would, would, would be for me to buy Grimsby Town Football Club, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, take it over at some point in the future, win the fans over. And then once I've won the fans over, put myself in goal. And, um, that, is, that is ultimately the dream. So, but we'll see. I mean, still still time yet. We'll still, still time yet. So we've got celebrity tipping point. We've got Grimsby Town 
football uh, club goalkeeper. We're getting onto a lot of your sort of dreams and aspirations at the moment. I've recently started playing five side Lloyd. Are you, are you still playing regularly then? To... Yeah, I still play quite a bit. Um, played in the 11 side, a couple of 11 side games in the last few weeks and uh, played in a seven side tournament the other week. It was a, like an online YouTuber. Um, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's an online football team called Hashtag United run by mm. Spencer Owen, Spencer FC. And so we had a, an online, um, not, well, it, was, it was filmed. It's online if you want to watch it. I make some incredible saves. But yeah, I've got a few few games coming up and I, and I play in a, in a team called Once Upon a Smile, which is a really good charity football team, which is essentially actors and musicians. And I think I'm the only comedian at the moment. So we play, we play in that quite a lot. So yeah, I'm just great that we're able to play football again because again, that was something I was massively missing during mm, lockdown. Definitely. And I live with uh, someone who's got an encyclopedic knowledge of comedians. So I was like, we're, we're chatting to Lloyd Griffith. What do I need to know? And she was like, oh, he does that thing that um, that you do. And I was like, oh, what what's that? What's that? And she's like, oh, he, he knows about everywhere. He'll always have a fact about everywhere that anyone's ever been. Is that right? Or is she getting that wrong? No, rel- relatively right, but like I, 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 I'm not sure. Yeah, sometimes well, I have this thing where basically, if you name a cathedral in England, I can tell you a fact about any cathedral in England. And then because of that, and because I guess I've just spent the majority of my life traveling up and down the country, I am aware of pretty much most places. I'd be interested to see where your housemate saw me at and what that was in, in reference to. So if you can let me know at a later point, like where it was you saw me and I, I might be able to remember, oh yeah, that was because of that. And so, I, yeah, I, I try to, I do like the UK and I have, a, I have a lot of knowledge about certain places in the UK, which is, a, I mean, quite nerdy, but quite handy when you're an MC in a gig in Ashby de la Zouch or Melbourne. Well, uh, Patrick, you, <laughs> said, you just said that you sort of share that skill. Well, let's put, put that to the test then. Well, can I, sorry, to, can I just say, when she said that, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't do that. And she was like, yes, you definitely do. Every time I mention anywhere I've been, you're like, oh, it's England's longest village or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, I didn't even realize I did it. Well, we were off, you know, talking before this and you said I can do it. And I said Grantham. And then I think you said something like Margaret Thatcher was born there. So Lloyd's, Lloyd's there right that. now. Well, give us a fact about Grimsby then, Patrick. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could have primed me for that um no well the birthplace of lloyd griffith obviously yeah uh what happens in grimsby lloyd, i, I on, genuinely help lloyd, help i have nothing i have nothing give us something nothing about grimsby well there's a there's a song named um after grimsby by elton john <laughs> you've literally just played rap, so you should know oh, that. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i heard that quite recently um it was one of the largest fishing port in the world Okay, now that's good. We'll learn. Um, Is that true? Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Grimsby, Grimsby Town actually played their home games in Cleethorpe. So in theory, every Grimsby Town game is played away. So that's a little fact. Like for that. You. Like that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think they're the they're the, they're the it stinks of fish. I think that's they're the main ones that you you need to know that it just inherently smells of fish. <laughs> and it's the great it's the greatest non city in the world. Well, there we go. Patrick, you, you've now got lots of ammunition for when you next get asked about Grimsby. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> next time Grimsby comes up. <laughs> so does, it, does it not have a cathedral then? No, mate. It's got a minster. It used to have a parish church when it got upgraded to minster status about five years ago. So um, Nice. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Well, it's been good talking about showbiz and Grimsby, uh, Lloyd. We don't, of course, want to let you go without talking about your rescheduled tour, not just a pretty face. Uh, oh, yeah, kicking off yeah. September the 1st at the Glee Club in Birmingham. Of course, it finishes in Grimsby on the 27th and 28th of October. Um, yeah. But if you're not just a pretty face, Lloyd, well, what are you then? Well, I mean, the, the show actually is about... <laughs> The show is about me wanting to sing the national anthem at the Euros this year. So I'm in the process of trying to do that at the moment. So that will be my dream is to sing the national anthem at some sort of European game that England are involved with. So I'm actually filming little episodes at the moment, which will be going online. The show, the show actually, whilst I'm not just a pretty face, it's the show's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> you, just, you need a title. You need a title a year before you go on tour. And I hadn't thought about what I was going to do, so that's what I did. And um, it's uh, it's a fun show. I've actually done about ten dates already uh, in in February. So I was on tour with Jack Whitehall for this November, December, January. Had two weeks off, previewed the show, and then went on tour and, and did the show. And it's you know it's a great show. And obviously the Euros being postponed played into my hands. That oh great, I can still do I can still do the show. So it'll be a retrospective look as to whether that happened or not. So yeah, it's 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 a, it's a fun show. I really enjoy doing it. It's all over the country. I think a lot a lot of places are sold out already, but a few of them, um, Lyme Regis and uh, Great Torrington, right. absolutely absolutely have not. So um, I know obviously this is a very London centric radio station, but if for whatever reason you've got parents in Great Torrington or Lyme Regis, please do send them my way. Maybe send your whole family. <laughs> Can I can I say I do have a fact about Lyme Regis? So oh, I can pull myself go. back here. They have a they have a school where you can make your learn to make pizza ovens in Lyme Regis. <laughs> that's that's so rad. Um, so that's that. Um, I would say we like to end all of our chats by asking our guests how we can make twenty twenty one great because twenty twenty we've agreed is kind of a crap year. Yeah. Uh, so 2021 is going to be better than 2020. But yeah. if if you end up singing the national anthem at the Euros, surely that's your answer of how you're no, going to make no, 2021 no, no. great. That would be, be great for me and ultimately the England football team. Because if I sing there, they'll sing really well. The England lads, they'll get more rejuvenated. We'll win the Euros. I'll get an OBE. But it's, that's a bit, it's a bit of a selfish thing. I just think that everyone should come off Twitter. Um, that's it. It's an absolute sense Yeah, so just everyone off Twitter. No one needs Twitter. We survived before it. We'll survive after. I just think the world will be a better place if everyone just comes off Twitter. Um, but please do follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lloyd Griffith. <laughs> I was about to say, where, where, where can we follow? I got there first. Literally anywhere you want. At Lloyd Griffith on pretty much everything apart from TikTok because I'm too old and I look a bit noncy on it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, at lowgriffith.com, at lowgriffith or lowgriffith.com for, for, for pretty much any, anything. And uh, yeah, on tour from September. There we go. You heard the man. Go visit online, search him or watch It's a Sin, watch Ted Lasso and uh, go visit Lime Regnus. Regnus, was it you said? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Go book one of those. <laughs> uh, and Lloyd, thanks so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Nice one. Thanks for having me, lads. Thanks for listening to another one of our 20 minute or so conversations. If you want to hear more from me and Billy, you can listen to our show on Islington Radio. Just head to mixcloud.com forward slash Islington Radio. Or if you want to get in touch with us, we're Billy D Paddy T on Instagram or Billy D Paddy T at gmail.com. Really hope you've enjoyed the podcast. It was presented and produced by Billy Draper and Patrick Thomas. The music was by Cambo.